This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well. I have had a really weird day, to be honest. It's one of those days where I woke up at 9 a.m., which is about four hours after when I like to wake up. And (laughs) today just kind of turned into, I don't know what happened. And I'm getting a lymphatic drainage massage in an hour. So I don't know if I'm the only one who's like this, but when I have an appointment in the afternoon, I sort of just feel like I can't do anything all day. It's a mind thing. I need to work on it. Anyway, I woke up really late because I went to bed really late because I have had so many intense physical pains from all these ascension symptoms. And I was talking to one of my friends who had the same thing. And so that kept me up. And while I was up, I was downloading all of the stuff. I'm feeling honestly really excited and energized. I'm feeling so inspired in a way I haven't in a long time, to be honest. But I was just downloading so much last night and then pretty much all morning as well. And I just feel like so much clarity is dropping in and I'm feeling really pumped. And one of the things that was coming through in the last 24 hours was around planned chaos. The guides just kept saying planned chaos, unplanned planning, which are basically opposites of each other. And this was coming off of this really important energetic concept. Because we know everything is energy, but do we actually live that way? We start to peel back the layers. So if I want to create more of a certain energy in my life, let's say I want to feel expanded, Let's say I want to feel stronger. What can I do to be in that energy now? And so I think about this a lot with physical movement. Physical movement is one of the best ways to get yourself in in a certain energetic flow to invite more of that into your life. So for example, we talk about this a lot on different calls. Having some water or something to drink helps to kind of stimulate that process of digestion so that you're better able to digest whatever you are listening to or learning or picking up, right? So what can help to get in the energy of digestion? For me with movement, when I'm stretching, it's, oh, well, I want to stretch myself in general energetically. So the more I stretch my physical body, I'm in the energy of I'm, I'm stretching, right? And that is telling the universe, okay, like she's ready to be stretched. So the more I get comfortable with stretching my physical body, I'm comfortable with getting stretched in general. And that bleeds over into my overall life or think about getting stronger, right? So being more flexible, getting stronger. uh, What can you do physically to get stronger, feel stronger? And that is mirrored as an energy in our overall lives, right? So if you want the energy of strength, if you want the energy of, I want to be flexible, how can you be more physically flexible? So we can start to shift energy in that way. Starting with the physical body is a great place to start. And that's why dance is such a wonderful practice for this because you can really alchemize anything through dance and take on different archetypes, and different energies. So I think we all know I drink a lot of beverages. I drink a lot of smoothies. I drink a lot of drinks in general. And I have been obsessed with Paleo Valley's grass-fed 
bone broth protein. You guys know I love Paleo Valley products. I'm obsessed with all of them. Such high quality supplements. Everything is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And I really feel like there's truly nothing else out there like their grass-fed bone broth protein. So many protein powders are just filled with crap and make you bloated and give you digestive issues that most people don't realize until they stop. And then when it comes to collagen, you have to be pretty careful about where that is sourced. This product is the perfect answer. It makes getting collagen into your diet faster, easier, and you don't have to simmer bones for 48 hours because I'm going to be honest, I don't have time for that. And let me tell you, Whenever I'm consistent with collagen in my diet, my skin gets so much better. My hair grows so much longer. My nails are strong. I have had so many people commenting on my hair recently about how much it's been growing and how it looks a lot thicker. And my nails have been getting super long. And I swear to God, it is the grass-fed bone broth protein. And Paleo Valley's bone broth protein is crafted from healthy, 100% grass-fed pasture-raised beef bones. They don't use any chemicals or solvents, just bone broth that is gently powdered. And a lot of other bone broth protein and collagen products often claim to be made from grass-fed cows when often the cattle are finished on grains. Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein is made from truly grass-fed cows raised on pesticide-free grass pastures. They're never fed GMO grains or any grains for that matter. I love this product for supporting gut health, healing your gut, healing and slowing the gut lining. I've been on a, a pretty strict gut protocol as I've talked about before. And so I am pretty consistent with collagen and this is the best way I have gotten it in to really support the healing of my gut. It's also great for joint health. Like I said, skin, hair, nails. I've noticed better sleep. It helps with satiety and helps to naturally boost the metabolism. I'm putting it in all my smoothies. And if I don't have a smoothie one day, I, I just put it in my coffee or whatever drinks I'm having because I have a lot of drinks and it has made the world of a difference. So if you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed bone broth protein or any of their other incredible products, I rave about the vitamin C, the turmeric. It's also good. Just head to paleovalley.com and you can check out all of their products there. And you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. So the code is Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15, and that will get you 15% off at paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. Head on over there and check out all of their incredible products because they have truly changed my life. Back to the planned chaos is that most of us are not comfortable with the energy of new. We're not comfortable with the energy of surprise. And that is really what I was thinking about most was surprise. And what was going on was I've been just downloading things, especially around business and next steps and different things that I'm creating. And the guides were saying, y'all need to just get more comfortable with surprises. Because if you are energetically blocked to surprises, like, oh, I I want to only live in what I what I'm planning, what I know is coming, how the hell do we think we're going to receive miracles? Miracles are surprises. And for me, I talk about this a lot, but I like to stay in the energy of new and different. It feels more natural to me and keeps me comfortable with that so that when new things come up, I'm much more ready and willing to dive in because that energy of what's new isn't so scary just because I'm used to being in it. And it's the same thing with this energy of surprises. And so I've been really exploring my edges with that 
and where do I still not like surprises? And what was coming up, the guides were saying, they were like showing me all these things that I do that are planned. And they were like, you need to stop planning. You need, you need to stop planning. When you're planning at all, you're getting bored. Because I was just feeling frustrated that I was bored. I'm like, I'm bored with this. I'm bored with that. How do we transmute this? And so they're bringing up this, this idea of where there's too much planning and that is blocking the energy of surprise and that it's the energy of surprise that keeps me excited. I love to be surprised. This is one of the reasons why, I mean, I love to, I guess you call it meditating. <laughs> I love to meditate, which I'll say, I like to just sit, open myself up, anchor in, I tap into a high and just see what comes through. I love, that's my favorite part of my day because every day it's like a different experience. It's a different journey. I'm going somewhere different, different levels of communication, learning new information. It's so fun. It is like if I go to a movie and I have no idea what I'm going to see, what it's going to be about, it's way more exciting for me than if I know everything ahead of time. And think about what kind of person you are. Are you the kind of person that wants to know everything ahead of time? Where do we get this false sense of safety from planning everything? <laughs> and what the guys were saying to me is you need to be in the energy of surprise as much as possible in your life. And part of why I was feeling frustrated and kind of bored, like, eh, bleh, you know, and as, you know, my generator sick response wants to feel lit up and excited. I thrive in the newness. I thrive in what's different. Quad right. Here we go. And they were just saying anything that's feeling too routine, you're just getting bored. And so how can you stay in the energy of surprise? But the problem is if I don't have any element of masculine structure for myself, I mean, I will literally just lay on the floor and stare at the ceiling for a year straight. I could do that. And that doesn't make me feel good either, like over a long period of time, because there are all these things I want to create. and you know, connecting with people and, you know, all the fun things. So the middle ground was the planned chaos. And they were basically saying, how can you create the plan for the chaos? So it is, I'm planning for space for a surprise. That is the middle ground. And I want to play with this on the podcast because I was thinking about how on YouTube with energy updates, I'm having so much fun. And what do I love about that? It's planned chaos. It is I'm just showing up and who knows what's going to come through. It's a surprise. And that is what I love. Like, I just love being in the energy of surprise. That's also why I love, you know, channeling my books. I don't, I don't know what's going to come out. We're just going to see. Or having a conversation with someone. What is it that is so exciting about talking to people? You're in this energy of creation. You're in this energy of new. It's, it's a surprise. Who knows what, what that person's going to say? And so what the guides were saying to me was that things had gotten too routine and planned, like just already knowing anywhere where I already know what I'm going to do or what it's going to be. And at that point, I'm just going through the motions because once I already know what it's going to be or what I'm going to do or what I'm going to talk about, to me, it's already done. And then I'm already basically past it. Does that make sense? Like I already know what it's going to be. So I already have anchored into that timeline and it's just as good as it's already been done. So then I don't really want to go through the full motion again in 3D, it actually feels kind of draggy because it just feels like doing it twice. And I cannot be the only person that feels this way, <laughs> right? It's like if I already, the second I have decided I'm going to talk about a topic, I already know everything I'm going to say and I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I 
so we're done it. We're already done it energetically. So where the fun is, because this is more about how do I feel? How do I feel in my day, moving through my day? So think about how this applies to your life. Like, how do you feel moving through your entire day and what has gotten stale or boring? And how could you incorporate the energy of surprise into that? What would it look like for you to have some more of that energy of surprise through your day so that you get to be pleasantly surprised throughout your day? I mean, think about the feeling. Let's say your partner comes home or your friend visits and they bring you a little present and they're like, here, I I got this for you. It's a little surprise gift. I mean, how good does that feel? And you open it up and it's just such a nice little surprise. I want the universe to surprise me like that all the time. If I'm planning everything, I can't be surprised. And this is what they talk about in the book, Manifestation Mastery. You can't plan for miracles. And where everybody is so in this energy of planning everything, mapping it all out, knowing exactly what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, how they're going to do it. It's like we're already trying to write everything. So there's no space for us to just be delighted and be surprised. And underneath that, there is this general like fear of being surprised. You know, we feel we've created this belief that I'm stabilized. I'm grounded if I already know what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. People cling to that for stability. And so notice where am I planning things ahead of time because it's giving me what I think is a sense of security and stability because I'm afraid of being surprised. And why am I afraid of being surprised? It's probably some childhood stuff for us all in there, right? Where have we learned that surprises are not safe, surprises are bad. So we overplan, map it all out. And then there's not any space for the miracles or the magic or the delight, the fun, things you weren't expecting to come in. And to me, I mean, aren't those the moments that make life the best? You go on a trip and you come home and your friend's like, what happened? Whenever there's something totally out of the blue that you didn't plan, you're like, oh my God, you're never going to believe this. Those are the things that you remember. But when it was all just planned and kind of boring, you know, your friend's like, how did it go? And you're like, oh, we went here, then there, then there. I mean, boring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's those those moments of surprise that make life exciting and fun and give us those extra special memories. And what I'll say is, you know, just with the way the brain is wired, if we start to peel back the layers of why am I uncomfortable with surprises? Why am I uncomfortable with things not being planned? And if you can start to go back into, well, where did I learn that that wasn't safe? Where did I experience something that came out of the blue that did not make me feel good? That was what I labeled as a bad surprise. And so what we do is we create the story around surprises in general. But what if you challenged your subconscious, started to transmute this and started to make a list of all of the surprises that have popped up in your life that have been fun and wonderful and incredible? Because if we can start to shift that association to be excited about surprises and to associate them with positivity and and things working out in our favor, we're going to see our whole reality shift. And this is really connected to manifesting this is really connected to attracting in miracles and receiving them, experiencing them all the time. There's an element of that, which is a state of mind, but there's this need to be energetically, emotionally available for the surprise, for the support, for the miracle, for something to drop in that you never could have planned for. Is there actually space for that? And are we energetically available to receive that? Because if we are vibrating on this level of, it is not safe for me to receive surprises. I don't want surprises. I mean, the universe is going to support us in that. And maybe that's blocking us from things that 
we don't want, but maybe it's blocking us from a lot of things that we do want. If you know me at all, you know that I am drinking electrolytes all the time. I really don't drink any plain water, <laughs> to be honest. I'm always drinking Element electrolytes and it has completely shifted how I feel physically, emotionally, energetically, and spiritually. Doing a lot of energy work, channeling, and really just raising my frequency. I really need to pay attention to my electrolytes being in balance and also eating a whole foods-based diet. I eat a really clean diet and it's easy for our electrolytes to get out of balance. I did not realize that that was what was causing a lot of my constant cravings, random headaches, random muscle cramps. It was affecting my sleep and my concentration and my focus. If you're struggling focusing or have any of those random symptoms, try drinking electrolytes. It completely changed my life. And I'm really excited because I know a lot of you are already obsessed with Element, like I am, and they've actually updated the offer that comes with my code. So even if you are a return customer, you can still get a free sample pack if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC. That link is in the show notes, but I'm obsessed with Element because they are the cleanest electrolytes by far on the market. I would expect nothing less from co-founder Rob Wolf. I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with Rob as well, but he was one of the most important people for me in my health journey and getting into paleo and health and wellness originally because he is so research focused. And what I love about Element is it's super effective. It has a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, and 60 milligrams magnesium. So it actually works and it doesn't have any of the junk, any of the sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that stuff. And it tastes amazing. My favorite flavors are the citrus, salt, the watermelon, the grapefruit, and the chocolate. I'm drinking the chocolate right now. I have a cup of coffee with me and I always put the chocolate in my coffee and then you don't even need any sweetener or anything and it gives this little like mocha flavor. So if you're on a whole foods based diet, if you are active, if you do any type of fasting, if you struggle with concentration, focus, cravings, Get your hands on some Element electrolytes. And like I said, Element has updated the offer. So if you go to drinkelement.com slash CTC, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC, you will get a free sample pack with any purchase. The sample pack includes one packet of every flavor, so you can try all of the flavors. And this offer is available for both new and returning customers. So if you place an order, go to drinkelement.com CTC, get whatever calls to you, and you will get a free sample pack with every single flavor inside. Again, this is also for returning customers. And they offer no questions asked refunds on all orders. You don't even have to send it back. So if you place an Element order and you don't like it, you can literally just email hello at drinkelement.com and they will refund you and you literally don't even have to send it back. They have the best customer service in the world. Again, drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. That will be in the show notes below. Get your hands on this stuff. It will change your life. It tastes so good. And I've never felt so energized, so focused. I can't live without it. If you watch my Instagram stories, you, you've probably seen that I'm stalked for at least three years because... I can't live without it. So check it out. Cannot wait to hear how much you love it. This connects back to one of my favorite lines in the book. It's so simple. It's like, what keeps you safe is also what keeps you small. And this is one of those examples, right? And so we develop these beliefs or these patterns over planning because we think it keeps us safe, but where is it also keeping us small? And 
actually blocking us from things we do want as well. And what was interesting is immediately as I was kind of opening this up, I had a memory come in that I had completely forgotten about. It was it was two different memories connected and they were both around head injuries I had gotten when I was really young. So the first one was, I mean, I must have been maybe three or four and I went to some gymnastics I think it was a part like a birthday party or something. I don't know. I remember it was a gymnastics thing. You know, when, when you're doing gymnastics, when you're three or four, it's basically an obstacle course with those pits of foam shapes you jump into. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, just like an obstacle course and you go through this thing. And I remember I was having so much fun and there was a portion where you turn a corner and they swing this m- metal rod that is meant to be I mean it's like a metal bar that you're meant to grab on with your hands and then swing forward on it okay no one alerted me there there's gonna be this metal bar swinging toward me and you know the idea was that I was supposed to grab onto it with my hands and then it would swing me forward I did not know it was coming and it hit me really hard in the head and literally knocked me out. And I woke up and I was in a different area. My mom was there and there was ice on my head. I had a huge lump on my head. And I remember being so, I, I remember how I, I felt. I felt so pissed. <laughs> I felt so pissed. And I remember just feeling the way that everybody was treating me was like I did something wrong. And I remember feeling like I just got hit in the head with this metal bar. I remember thinking this. I'm like, nobody told me that I was supposed to grab onto that. How was I supposed to know? And why are you swinging metal bars in the direction of a three-year-old? I'm sorry. It was like trauma. It was traumatizing. It was. And I had my head was killing me. And I remember someone said something to me. One of the people running it, they go, well, you were supposed to grab it. Like I did something, I'm like, I, I didn't, I'm sorry, I did not do anything wrong. You should tell somebody where you swing a metal bar at them, especially when they're three years old. So I just felt like not good around that. And it really, I mean, it freaked my body out, right? My body held on to that of, oh, I turned a corner and I'm having so much fun. I'm going through this obstacle course and I turn a corner and all of a sudden I get smacked in the head with a metal bar and knocked out. Like that did not feel safe for me. Okay. So that was the first one. Second one was related. And I must have been five at this point because I remember it was one of my friends. I was at my friend's house for a play date. And I honestly don't remember exactly what we were doing. It's kind of fuzzy. But there was a similar vibe where we were swinging heavy things. Anyway, all I know is I got hit in the head really hard with something really hard. I think maybe it was a baseball bat. I remember her brother and his friend were there too. And I had a huge lump on my head. I mean, it was like a movie, you know, when it it's five inches in front of someone's head. And I was really young and I, but I remember the experience was, it was like I was turning or something. I didn't see it coming and I get hit in the head with this really hard, I think it was a bat. I'm pretty sure it was a bat or something of that shape. And I just remember it was dense and I remember I started crying and then her mom got me some ice 
But I just remember everybody's reaction around me was like, I did something wrong. And I actually do think it was her brother like swinging a bat or something. And I remember feeling like that just came out of nowhere. You know, we were just playing. I was having fun. And all of a sudden I get smacked across the head. So those two memories came up really quickly. So I, I went into my records to clear them because they're showing me those memories that were some of the deeper roots of where did I learn that things I'm not expecting are unsafe because I was feeling that physically in my body. And, you know, I can think about all kinds of other experiences in my life where I learned that, that I very much remember for me with different pretty serious accidents and health issues that gets stored in the body. You have an experience of, you didn't see it coming, right? And the trauma that we hold on to from that. But what they were showing me were those memories because I had completely forgotten about them. And those were experiences when I was younger that I was still holding on to that were related. So part of that energetic root. And so my point with that is like, think about how many different experiences we have in our lives. And these could be big accidents, but they can also be what we might think is a quote unquote smaller experience. It could be somebody calls you out of the blue and gives you news that you weren't expecting and how that just really throws you off. It's like you're thrown out of your body. It's holy shit. I didn't see that coming. And where we start to build this association of it is not safe to have experiences I don't see coming, but that starts at a very young age. And a lot of that we might not think about or remember. And so I'm bringing that up because, you know, it's a very real and valid thing. And for me starting to say, okay, I understand brain, body, where you built that association. Sometimes I don't like the experiences that are unexpected. And also what about all of the experiences I've had where I was pleasantly surprised, where I didn't see it coming and it was the most magical, beautiful, wonderful thing. And so starting to make a list of all of that and realizing, oh, wait, that can be safe too. So starting to shift my relationship with surprises and having more fun and why I'm bringing this up is because the guides were saying in general, this is one of the deeper energetic blocks for people in receiving and receiving manifestations, in exploring new parts of themselves, in opening themselves up to new interests, new hobbies, even opening up more of their gifts, this energy of exploration, receiving miracles, receiving these out of the blue presence from the universe in whatever form. It's similar to how when people say, I want, I want to find my partner or I want new friends. And they're saying that and they think they want that. But energetically, I'm like, really? You think you want that? Because energetically, you're giving off the vibe. If I have one more person or thing or emotion in my field, I'm going to crumble. Like you don't actually have energetic or emotional space. So there's what we think we want, what we're saying we want, you know, what's going on at the conscious level. But then there's also what's actually going on vibrationally, which is the larger, more consistent signal that we are sending out. So you might say you want one thing, but if you're really being honest on a subconscious deeper level, what are you vibrating? What are you actually energetically available for? And so a lot can open up if we start to shift our relationship with surprises and start to play with that energy of being surprised in our daily lives. For me, I immediately felt that light bulb moment because I thought, oh my gosh, that's why things have been feeling stale. Because I have too much that I already, I already know what's coming. I already know what's going to get done. I already know what's coming through. And then it feels like a drag to, it feels like doing it again. Because I basically already lived the timeline energetically. And so 
how can I start creating space for surprises? And I can still do that productively with the planned chaos, similar to plan to be quote unquote bored, plan to just have fun, plan to give yourself the whole Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to do on Sunday, but I'm planning for the chaos. I'm planning for the surprise. And then you let it drop in. And I know for me, and a lot of this can also very much be just my personality, right? <laughs> so, so Aries, so Aries, sun, Gemini, moon. Am I right? Which is, you know, I thrive in that shifting energy. I thrive quad right. Here we go. This is how I am. But this might serve you in a certain way as well. And just starting to notice where am I clinging so tightly to the planning that I'm not even opening up space for inspiration. And people ask me all the time, you know, how do I get so many ideas and how do I think about all these things? And it's like, I'm not inspired or creative if I don't have open space to have the inspiration drop through, you know, this is why meditation is so valuable or just having some space to not be around anybody else's energy field, just be in your own vibes and clear out the mental clutter, brain dump, and just give yourself some open space to play. Where is your energetic open space to play? And that play energy for me is super important because I've been thinking about this a lot with the work I do. A lot of it can get very serious and heavy, especially in containers I hold, you know, we're moving through a lot of deep life things. And it's interesting because it's so different than my personality. I have that, that side of my personality, but I feel like the bigger, truer part of my personality is being a total weirdo, being very playful. And for me, that's very much like the, my romantic relationship. It's super important that it's very playful for me, like very inner child zone, you know, I'm very sarcastic. I like to crack a lot of jokes, like to act like I'm a kid and just get playful. And so for me, I'm just playing with how can I still speak to all of these things I want to talk about, but do it in a way where I'm still bringing in that playful energy. And I feel like it's a process and also where I am feeling that play energy as well. And honestly, it was the YouTube energy updates that I started to feel that of like, whoa, I feel really lit up here. I feel really excited. And why is because it feels like play for me. It feels like planned chaos. It feels like I'm just showing up and who knows what the hell is going to come through. And that's what I love about, you know, people who have worked with me, you know, that's kind of what the vibe is. It's like, we don't plan. We're just going to show up and see what happens. It's what I love about energy work. It is like going to a show and you never know what's going to happen. I always say it's like watching a movie. It's going to a movie and you have no idea what's going to come out. Energy work is so much fun in that way because every single session is completely different and never gets monotonous. It's never the same thing twice. And so for me, that keeps me engaged and keeps me excited and learning and exploring. I love to learn. I love that energy of exploration. And I was thinking about this with the podcast because I was like, you know what? My June, I don't have any interviews scheduled until the end of June. I have some open space and I want to play with this on the podcast of how that feels of I just jump on and it's planned chaos. And I mean, who knows what's going to come through? It's just a surprise for everybody. Where are we going? And I was just thinking about how everything is set up for us to know things ahead of time. You know, you think about how are we told we should title podcast episodes or YouTube videos or even books. Like, how are we told to title things? Okay. Make it clear what it's about. 
people want to know what they're getting into. And I understand that to an extent, right? Like I don't want to waste my time if I'm looking for a piece of information. You know, if, if I'm trying to figure out how to poach an egg in the microwave, I want the video to be called how to poach an egg in the microwave. I don't want it to be called surprise in the microwave. I'm never going to find it. So I totally understand that. And, and how can we play with this more where there is also opportunity for us to be surprised? And it's, I'm just, I'm just inviting this more of a balanced approach sort of thing. This is why I love channeling. You never know what you're going to get. And what I would invite you to think about, because I'm thinking about this a lot, just in my own life, is just how many things I I already know what I'm going to get. And how often do you click on something or pick up a book and it feels like I'm just jumping into the complete unknown here. Who knows, who knows what I'm getting myself into? When we go to see a movie, we watch the trailer. Are you the kind of person that looks up the whole synopsis? I want to know. And why do we do that? We do that because we want to make sure we're going to like it. <laughs> we want to make sure it's not, it's not a waste of our time. That kind of energy. And I get that to a certain extent, but then also... Where is that feeding into like this larger energy of I'm only going to do something if it's worth my time? Well, what's worth your time? Is it not worth your time to play a little bit? Is it not worth your time to just jump into something and just see what, what comes from it? It's like when you go on a vacation with someone and they, they're like, well, what are we doing from eight, at 8 a.m.? What are we doing at 9? What are we doing at 10? It's like, I don't know. Like, can we have like a loose thing? Can we just chill? Can we just see how we feel? This is where we've gotten disconnected from our intuition. This is, this is also where we don't trust ourselves. And, you know, this comes up a lot with business clients where they want to have everything planned out. They, they want to plan out their sessions with clients. They want to plan out their mastermind calls. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no space then for the divine to move through you. There's no space then for what really needs to be experienced to come through when you're over planning everything. And typically what's at the root of that is they don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves on the fly. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's interesting to think about how many people script everything out. Like everything they do, they're always prepared for. They're always spending time beforehand to prepare for. And I feel like this is a really helpful skill to have to just be confident in yourself and trust yourself enough to show up to something and not have the whole thing planned out. You know, I I totally understand, you know, you're, you're going into a presentation and you've got your plan, you've got your data, you've got your talking points. Great. So we're staying on track, you know, we're making sure we're getting everything covered in this period of time. But there's like a line, there's a line between, okay, I'm doing that versus I'm literally writing out every single word and memorizing it because I do not trust myself to speak. And even business plans, for example, when you're too tied into it, so you're not allowing it to be dynamic. And what if something better drops in throughout the year, but you're so committed to your year long plan that you don't have any room to shift. This is where we unintentionally limit ourselves with manifestation. This is where we unintentionally limit ourselves in terms of blocking miracles and fun surprises. And so I really want to commit to playing with this. And I'm going to start to look at how can I start to incorporate this more into my day? I do feel like I do a pretty good job in terms of, you know, channeling, connecting, who knows what's coming through, YouTube energy updates. uh, We're going on here. I feel like, you know, I don't. I don't eat the same way or the same thing every single day. Every day I'm like, you know, what do I, what feels good? You never know what you're going to get. I go different places. I always walk different routes. It's just how do I keep staying in the energy of newness, trying new things? And also I've been thinking about this of like, what if I just started 
clicking a random podcast and I don't even, I, I never heard of it. Don't know what it's about. I'm just clicking it. And can I, can I allow myself just be in that experience? The thing is there's, there's a point where we're planning out so much that it's disconnecting us from our intuition because we never have to use the muscle disconnecting us from our self-trust and it's getting us so in this energy of routine of planning that there's not any energetic space for something different and even better to drop in. And they say this in the book, if you want something that's different than what's in your now, then that means it is in the unknown inherently. So everything you want is actually all in the unknown. And so how can you start to play with that energy of an unknown? And how can we start to shift our relationship with surprise and get in the energy of being surprised more consistently? That is where a lot of the magic is. So I want to play with this more. I would love to hear if you have any ideas of how to play with this more as well. I'm thinking about, you know, how often do I put myself in a position where I can be surprised? How often do I put myself in that position? How could I do that maybe more? And where can I kind of push some of my edges with that more so? I want to play with this in as many places as I can, because for me, this is like what lights me up. This is what feels juicy and fun. So yeah. And it even goes back to how we plan our day. You know, I, I, when I get too in a routine, I'm bored and I just need to rearrange things. I, I need every day to feel completely different. And I've been also playing with like taking my Saturday on a Wednesday. Does that make sense? Like if I typically do things on a Saturday, what if it was on Wednesday or a Friday and just switching that up or doing my morning routine at night and then my night routine in the morning, you know, besides the things that make me sleepy, just like my connection things and also playing with, you know, if I always do this one task on a Monday, what if I change that to a Friday and just starting to bop in some surprise energy and this energy of newness. So play with that. Let me know what you think. I want to hear your ideas as well. Maybe we can crowdsource. This is going to help us all call in more things, right? Because the more we are comfortable with and excited about being surprised, now the universe can surprise us so many delightful ways. So let me know how this lands. Share in the free private forum. You can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership if you're not already in the free private forum. That's a great place to connect with our listeners and definitely share this podcast on social media and tag me and tag at Christina the Channel podcast as well. So you can repost. Always means the world to me when you do that. And yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I wish you many beautiful surprises in the rest of your week and I will talk with you again very soon.